Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs, your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. We were talking I don't know, but I'm recording because he could be 8.30. He, he, he didn't go. So we're on for 8.15. So mm. he's probably still thinking 8.30. Ah, right, which wouldn't help wouldn't help the overall scoring of uh, (laughs) sixty six, would it? Well, actually, it would because minus ten points. Minus ten points already. Yeah, exactly. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. I'm good. We missed you yesterday, Dubs, at the event. Oh, you weren't there. (laughs) That's right. Made a real mark. Who was I hanging out with? (laughs) Well, that's weird. A little bit awkward. Chasey yeah. was hanging out with a a redheaded woman. All all. Oh no no! Event. It was no. It was a it was a bald Not man named Mike from redhead. PA. I thought that was Dubs, but it turns out it was our friend Mike from British Airways. Yeah, oh. they do look quite similar. Mm-hmm. He just goes by Amy. He does, <laughs> and he steals cards. <laughs> Mike's a legend. Oh, he's great. We'll be on BA in no time. In yeah. No time. No time. We we made it very clear that we're desperate. You'll have yeah. to clear your schedule, Dubs, because we're planning. Sharms and I are planning to go to West Ham and Ipswich for Craig to be in the Hall of Fame, and all six of us are going to do podcasts from there for a week in London and Ipswich. And when mm-hmm. is this happening? Well, British when... Airways don't know about it yet, but yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've already made a plan. He said, he said, you know what? British Airways hasn't done any marketing, spent any marketing money in Canada for the last 14 years. We're like, oh, oh, oh do we ever have some ideas? <laughs> <laughs> do we have a podcast you can sponsor? <laughs> I was giving him a little handy under the table immediately. Uh, 
So yeah. was I. But, yeah, <laughs> that was your hand. Oh no, we were, were doing it to each other again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike feels surprisingly like longer. That's not the type of glad handing you're meant to be doing at these types of events, you guys. That's, that's not what it means. Handing. That's not what it means. Yeah, I appreciate handing. you bringing the tweezers, Dan. <laughs> you're welcome, Tracy. You do realize that that if um, Mike from BA is listening to this podcast now, we've just totally shot any chance of uh, a partnership. <laughs> or, or, well. We've said what the fuck before, I think, Sharps. I think this whole podcast was created on that WTF. Say it, you know. I was, I was, I was, oh, no, I was alluding more to the fact that you were suggesting you were giving him a hand job. Yeah. That's oh. exactly. I wasn't even oh. suggesting it. I gave him a hand job. <laughs> it was a good event, though. It Lots of uh, people from the Canadian soccer machine were there. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, name so some many. names. Uh, well, uh, Vittim Montagliani was there. Yep. He was the guest of honor. Uh, Bill Manning. C Bill Manning. Uh, Mark, GFC, Noonan, Mark Noonan. Mark uh, Noonan. Peter uh, Montopoli. Uh, yep. Canada FIFA now, yeah, Peter Montgomery, the, the right? World Cup, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Sandra Gage, Sandra Gage, um, yep. Scott Mitchell um, from oh. Forge, yep, yep. Um, Lyndon Hooper was there, Lyndon Hooper, mm, Ontario yeah. Soccer Association, so Martin Nash, yeah. Martin, Martin Nash was Nash. there, yeah. the owners of York United, mm -hmm. the new owners there, great guys. Uh, we, we, we heard a lot of shit that we can't talk about. <laughs> we were sworn to secrecy, didn't we? <laughs> we almost had to From sign a variety of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprised anybody said anything around you guys. I know. <laughs> well, the, the, the biggest compliment was I want to say who it was quite a high-ranking official in Canadian soccer came up to us. He goes, "So, hey, you guys have been causing some shit." <laughs> <laughs> the Sharps and I were like, "Yeah, yeah, we have." We said in a nice way. But, uh, it's really the uh, highest compliment you can be paid as a podcast, don't you think? I yeah. think so. Yeah, right. too. No, they they all listen apparently. So uh, those of you that listen, thank you for listening, and we won't divulge your deepest darkest secrets yet. Wink. No, we won't. We won't. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> Off the record, and uh, Neil Davidson, Sharms introduced me, um, and I want. I we spoke for about fifteen minutes. He said he'd come on the pod as long as we don't what use his face. <laughs> we, we're not allowed no i'm just <laughs> but he uh i have to say i've always been impressed with his writing at canada press canadian press and he's always very thorough and i've never seen him have to worry about backtracking always checks his sources just really really solid journalism and mm -hmm. i appreciate that yeah it's a good point he's very very professional i was asking him when the first time he covered our national team and it goes back with us as the 90s I think there was actually oh, yeah. a, a game against Iran, actually, that was his first one back in the, might have even been the late 80s. Oh, wow. He was at the Confederations Cup in 2002. It was like a Toronto FC press conference. It was, just, it was always Neil or Norm. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Norm DaCosta? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Neil's like the OG of Canadian soccer journalism. Yeah. He's brilliant. I've known Neil for a long, long time. He's this fantastic guy, and he'll be great on this. We'll get him on here. Talk I, about I have the year. Uh, sorry uh, to interrupt, Sharms. Um, I think it was one of JC's videos that he posted to socials yesterday. It was Bill Manning who was speaking. 
up on the dais and um, <laughs> I think it was Thomas Hewitt who commented that he thought he was about to bring Wonger up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wish it would have been that. He was probably introducing Victor, right? There were a couple and, of times, Dubs, that that happened, that he was yeah. about to introduce someone very important and Wonger starts. And Wonger and, kind and, of and sits down and... <laughs> He was practicing Wonger, his life. No. <laughs> and then there was another time, I think it was another video that JC ended on you, Wonger, and you were having trouble seeing your phone. And I want to know what you were doing. Were you on Twitter? Some yes. you were playing Candy Crush. What exactly were you doing? I was. It was JC had sent me that opening shot of uh Craig speaking to someone and then panning over to me and JC just as we walked into the event at the Arcadian court and all very well run. And I didn't have my glasses. All right. Probably was looking for my glasses and they were on my forehead and I was like, Oh, this isn't loading properly. And so I was getting, getting a little, uh, perturbed is the mm -hmm. word. Yeah. That's, the, that, that was a really boring answer. You should have said you were looking at porn or <laughs> no, I, or gambling I, I, did, or something. I did that later on. All oh, right. No, it, what he was doing, he was Googling people at, in Canadian soccer oh, to find out who right. they are. Why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do people know me and I don't know yeah. them? There was someone that we were talking to and we considered taking a photo and then Googling the photo to see yeah. if someone would come up. Did all you soccer people include JC and, and Wonger? Were you guys inclusive of them? And they were. And, yes, they, were they went out of their way because I had sent in our dark web, just for the context, that at a lot of these, because I'm new to soccer uh, coverage in Canada, that I feel like an, a real outsider where all these, it's like handshakes and, you know, thigh bumps and glad handing, glad handing. And oh, I don't know of any of these handing. people. And also I am just a lowly podcaster. Um, so you never know if these people will take us uh, nicely or are angry with us because of the things we've said. They all listen, Wonger. You wield some power. Yes, I want you to know I'm after you, Canada sucker. <laughs> I was just going and shaking people's hands and being like, hey, great to see you Oh, JC's the best at that. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> he, he works the room brilliantly. Yeah, I, did that, with John, I, I did that to it. John Tory. I saw John Tory. I'm like, John, great to see you again. He's like, oh, I was very nice to see you. And then did this very limp handshake, I must say. Um, Dubs, I was just about to throw out. Remember the lot when we were in Chinatown getting uh, going to Kensington and we saw John Tory walk into a, yes. a flower shop? That was so I just narked him out. He was buying flowers, buying flowers for somebody. For I don't know. Let's see some trouble. I know. Not Tori doesn't listen. Longer, longer <laughs> filled in the gaps for me there. Yeah. And you guys had the better Brennan at your table, which is always fun. Yes. We oh, yeah. One Ryan's of the best. such a wonderful guy. Yes, there's the, you have a couple of choices. You yeah, guys had yeah, Ryan. Mike and Ryan. Jimmy was on the other table, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy looks so lonely over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Table We're 17. having a good old time laughing, you know, jesting. And there's Jimmy over there trying to be professional and mm -hmm. stoic. We were at the kids' table, let's be honest. We were at the, they put us, Amy, we were at the furthest away from the dais and the microphone. You guys were like the kids' table and the oh, people who didn't sure. bring the plus one at the wedding. That was your table. <laughs> we were the full table, plus one. Table 18. Man. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Cheap seats. It was good though, right? I mean, listen, there's a big, there's a big PR push for the the World Cup to get the Toronto-based uh, private corporations involved and and throw some money at this thing. Um, Sunday, by the way, is going to be a pretty big day, a huge day, in fact, when they announce the host 
not just host cities, but where, how many games are going to be played in each city, uh, each country. And Victor was alluding to the fact that there's some, some pretty good news in Canada, I think. At least that's what I read between his lines. Mm-hmm. That it might be some, some good news. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Didn't you find that when he talked about how they came to the fact that they were going to bid, that they talked to Canada, talked to Mexico first, and they decided, yeah, let's see if we can do this as a three-country bid. Then they went to the U.S. and the U.S. said, no, fuck off. We're going to do it ourselves. <laughs> They're going to say, well, there's no guarantees you're going to get it. But if you in- in- incorporate us into this deal, you probably get it for sure. Well, even more to that uh, point, Craig, he actually said they were, they said, fuck off. We're going to do it on our own. But they had just been turned down and I guess lost to Russia, Russia at that Russia, point. Yeah, 2018. And so Victor and the Mexican contingent put it together and said, hey, you'll do better. You can get 75%. I think that was the number yeah. you used, 75% of the games. But mm-hmm. you work with us. It's a, a, a three-country bid, and uh, it worked out. So it was interesting. That was very interesting. I like the way he said it, though, because uh, Victor's a pretty imposing guy confident guy and the way he, he framed it was he went to the states and says listen you will not win by yourself i guarantee you will not win you have to come in with us he almost demanded it which i found yeah i, I pretty much agree to whatever victor says mm-hmm. when, when he gets you know in that you know his uh, feathers all up you know and this is the way <laughs> it's going to be boys and girls uh so yeah it was a uh, quite a good insight there he also put a lot of pressure on canada soccer to get a, a national training center sorted mm. out, which needs to be done now. It's probably <laughs> down the pecking order here of, mm. of priorities at the moment. Uh, but it has to be done. It's been mentioned. Uh, Woodbine, wasn't it? Wasn't it? At mm-hmm. Woodbine, there was talk about it, it being there. Great. What does great. that mean for Amy and Craig? What does the national training center mean, not only for the country, but as a, like in operations, do people spend their like kids go there they're schooled there i don't under, i don't know what those things mean that would all depend are, do you know anything about them sorry I... well it all depends on what kind of you know academy or national academy they, they they want to put forward i don't think at the moment they'd be looking at an education-based academy as well as football i might be wrong but that'd be a big big step um, but it's a home, you know, and when you have a home and an, a, somewhere like that, you can call it yourself, your own. It's uh, I think it's important and it, and it goes a long way. I mean, CONCACAF are building their own in, in Dominican Republic, uh, primarily out of Florida because of the fact that the Dominican Republic, they don't need any visas from anywhere to go, to go there. So they can hold youth tournaments uh, quite easily without ever having any problems with visas. You know, because you're in the United States and you're, you know, just a good example. It could be anybody, Cuba or something like that is playing and they're thinking the whole family is going to be basically busting for the border, which is, which is somewhat true. <laughs> so it's going to make it easier for them to have youth tournaments and develop youth players. So that's interesting. It's going to be a beautiful complex for CONCACAF. I agree with what Forrest is saying, like the, the choice of words you use, like a home just give it giving the teams a home base and also staff technical staff everybody a place to be and it's it's not that long ago well especially on the women's side um where it was unusual to have a full-time employee as as a coach or as part of technical staff so i think that 
having a home base, having a training center um, opens yourself up to more more permanency or more permanence in terms of your your staff, in terms of your your operations from a national team standpoint. And then also gives the players a place that where they feel welcome, where they know that they're going. I mean, it's usually, I think Vancouver, given the challenges that our country have in terms of climate and geography, um, it, it gives you um, a place where you can go. I mean, because usually beginning of the year, you must go to the West Coast because that's the only place you can really train outside. But if you, I think just giving ourselves more options and more soccer specific um, venues also is, is, is another reason why you would want to create something mm-hmm. like this. Bubbles, right? Yep. Bubbles, darling. Bubbles. <laughs> Craig likes bubbles. Mm, I like bubbles too. Big Forever blowing wine. Mm-hmm. Prosecco. Can't afford the shampoos very often. Mm, or cava. I like Jim cava. Brennan in the house. Hey, look who's here. Jimmy Brennan back from uh, the adults table at the event yeah. yesterday. How you doing, pal? Table 17. <laughs> that was table one, actually. There was table oh, one that we thought was going to be right by the stage. We didn't no. know it was going to be right by the toilet. <laughs> they found out you were going to be sitting there and they moved it yeah mm-hmm. they rearranged everything <laughs> did you enjoy the event jimmy we know the answer there's a course but the uh, the listeners might be interested in your observations yeah i actually did enjoy the event i thought it was great that was really good like listening to victor hearing his stories and uh the plans in the future for canada and Concacaf. Mm-hmm. it was good to see so many familiar faces as well and, and catch up with a lot of people so yeah, I thought the thought the event was really good. Yeah, and just people were probably asking, you know, was it talked about about you know what's happening, you know, behind the scenes? And, and no, it wasn't on stage because this is very much a PR exercise, and it was positive. So the interviewer wasn't a soccer person; he was a, a, a money person, a business person. So that was kind of the uh, the deal there. So it wasn't any like any any no no questions from the floor, <laughs> put it that way, which might have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Table but, uh, 18, have you got something to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah. A consulting company. <laughs> <laughs> and these, and these out, chocolate boy, yeah. balls suck, right, Charms? <laughs> the dessert? They were awful. <laughs> I almost spat them out. Oh, no. The one with the custard what it was. center? <laughs> it wasn't custard, though. It was like some kind of, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a liqueur. But it was some kind of creamy, fruity thing. I hate that. Oh, yeah. It was a good chocolate. I threw five of them down. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, afterwards, too, um, Craiger and I did a pub crawl. Oh, did you? You you, you kept going. Yeah, we walked up the street, and he he goes, which way are you going? I go, well, I got to take the Bloor line across uh, to get to my place because we were taking the subway. We were being very uh, climate uh, friendly. Oh, that's why. And okay. so we stopped at a Fox and a Firkin. And I had two more pints, <laughs> and Craig and I were watching. There was some match on, but we spoke to the bartender and had a nice chat. And then as we left there, we walked up the street again, closer to we're on Bay Street, and uh, we went to Earl's and had a steak. <laughs> so it was a really it was a great night. I had a martini, so it was fantastic. Oh, nice. This little date. <laughs> we had a date. We had a date night, Craig and I. It's been a while since we've had a date night, eh, Craiger? Oh, yeah. It was great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Friday. Fight. The tickle fight after was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> a tickle fight? Is that yeah. what you said? <laughs> yeah. I thought you said pickle fight. 
was at the event under the table. That's yeah. right. It was all yeah. part of the glad handing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Start off with a little bit of footsie, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, it's Friday, right? Which means it's uh, it's the sexy six. Now, we are we have made changes to the sexy six. There will be a uh, an official timekeeper for each question. Her name's uh, Dubs, because it's her oh, idea. I, I and and no, the- no, no, we decided. Oh. I don't even know what this is about. <laughs> you were away, weren't time. you? You were away for the sexy six. No, there's been two so far. Wasn't Craig here for the first one? Oh. When I answered the questions? No, oh, yeah. he was in was Palm Springs, I think, the first no, one. No, I, think no, I remember the, that. That was like the yeah. first podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is Craig's way of saying he's not prepared. Yeah. Um, he well, I didn't ask the question. So, on, well, you you go. You still have about half an hour to figure one out. Yeah, but right. nobody we'll, said what we'll you lost. What we're what we're talking about? Give me anything them. you want. Make it topical yeah. and just put it to the group. You're really selling the show right now, Craig. Oh, Let's bring oh, Craig to any kind of um, sponsorship meeting, can we, please? <laughs> this, this is how you sell the show. <laughs> this show podcast. sucks. Shit, <laughs> I can't be bothered. Fuck. Um, but but let, let's start, shall we? Uh, roll the intro music, JC. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The hottest takes on the hottest questions from the hottest team in sports. This is the Sexy Six. There are six questions. There's six of us. That's why they call it Sexy Six Pickers. Footy Prime presents the Sexy Six. Oh, right in the mummy daddy button. Wow, what a great intro. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, was it mommy and daddy? Was it the end there? Yeah. Right in the mommy daddy button. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. All right. So I, I was going to say 45 seconds per answer, but I think we should do 30 seconds just because uh, we're 20 minutes in already. I haven't started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've got 30 seconds to get your answer in. Um, if if you don't hit the 30 seconds, you can go less than 30 seconds. But if you go over, then you uh, you lose a lot of points. Like a lot. Yeah, and if you go over, this is what you get. That's like Craig's first car. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my first date. <laughs> Was <Yeah>. that clown? <laughs> Squeeze that nose. <laughs> well, a birthday party. <laughs> um, all right. Um, and it's right in the uh, the little score chart down here. Okay, um, who's, who was the start? Not me. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Lost. I'll start. Oh, 
Oh, Dan. Oh, no, go ahead, JC. I'm sorry. Yeah, JC, well, you start. Mine's fairly straightforward. Um, basically, sports. What's your number two? Oh, that was a good one. Now, here's, uh, here's the thing. Now, I don't know if James, if your number one really is football or if it's something else. Uh, but so anyway, what's everybody's number two? Okay. Um, let's start with who do you, you control the round, uh, JC. James. Okay. My number two, number one is, is soccer. Number two is rugby. I would have said snooker, but I can't deal with Dubs's annoyingness towards snooker. Rugby, That's just quite- because uh, no game has given me as much as far as playing that rugby did. I love that game more than anything. I love the camaraderie, the brotherhood. I love feeling like shit the next morning, bruises, scratches, gashes, but feeling great and, and feeling like you did something. Best sport to play in the world. And I was shit at soccer. So there you go. And it was you an emotional mean, roller coaster for you. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was an emotional time. roller coaster. Right so, on time. Well done. Uh, <laughs> let's go up with Craig for it. Can I get points for that first? How many points do I get for that? Oh. No, no, I'm not next. Oh, Should that's we- t- 20 points. All right. Should we regulate the point system? Like, should we make? No. No, no? fuck. No. Mm-mm. Stop with your all your rules, Dubs. <laughs> it's not me. This is coming from supporters group. This is coming from people who have feedback for the sexy six that there should be four some goldfish. Sort of regulation. Four goldfish on that one. I, I, I'll regulate points. Dubs just lost ten. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it. That's how it works. Find another timekeeper. <laughs> great. Great, great so far. She's one of those. One of those kids who would take the ball home, wouldn't she? When the lights went yeah. turned on. Yeah, exactly. Load ball. This is yeah. mine. I'm going to take my points with me and leave. Yeah. It's true. Now, nobody's true. playing. All right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's next? Jason. Right What's the over under on how long they show Taylor Swift? On the Super Bowl program. Uh, what? That's not your. Qu- you have to answer the question. Okay, your time is starting. Your time is starting. Points. Oh, basketball. Mm, nice. <laughs> Any reason for that? <laughs> um, I just like basketball. Good answer. I like, I like all sports, but I. And... I take out. Please, please. I'm, I'm gonna. Give, I'm gonna give that thirty points. That was a great answer because I love basketball too. I'm, whoops, I gave it away. Uh, James B. My favorite second sport is rugby. Ooh. And I'll tell you a quick story. I was in school, okay, grade nine, and I had a science teacher. How long do I have? TikTok, 20 seconds. It's all right. It's all right for us. I had a, science, uh, a science teacher who was a rugby coach. He called me up and he says, Jimmy, he goes, come here. I want to have a chat with you. He goes, uh, I know you play basketball, you play hockey, you know, play sports. Have you ever played rugby? Never played rugby in my life, sir. He goes, you play rugby, I'll give you an A in biology. I was like, fucking tell me what I need to do. Right? So I go sit down and there's a guy that's sitting beside me. Hey, there's a guy that's sitting beside me. His name's Jim Basil. So he goes up and he comes back and I look at Jim and I'm like, hey, Baz, rugby? He goes, yeah, rugby. Eh? Yeah, fuck. We went out there. All the best athletes are on the pitch. None of us know how to play rugby. We end up winning all Ontario's. Jesus, <laughs> first year, and we, and we all got A's in science and biology. Did you play Sharms' team? No, but you know what? <laughs> it was it was the best game. I was in his team actually. <laughs> <It was laughs> one game. Sharms, it was the best game I ever played in my life. 
And I loved it. And from that day on, I was like, rugby is one of the, it's a, just a, it's a true sport. There's nothing like sport. it. And I, I remember the first time I caught it, I was playing fullback. Didn't really know where to run. I ran into the pack. I got hit so hard that my left shoe came off. <laughs> my mouth guard went flying. And they don't stop. They just trampled all over you. I mean, I never did that. Outside, man, you're in trouble there, right? Yeah, that like, that'll explain your teeth. Rocked over. <laughs> no, my teeth were from something else. But but can you explain dominant versus recessive genes? <laughs> you got an A after no. all. You got an A in biology. <laughs> no. okay. That's good, folks. My point's for you. All right. So, so that, what is what is mitosis? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Jamie, I shaved mitosis actually. Who is the workhorse of the cell? Osmosis. <laughs> Jimmy gets thirty for that, but because he went over, I, I have to take away uh, fifteen. I. That's what Craig says. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Story. At least I told a story. It was a great rugby, story. Right? Okay. You know what? No, no. Let's. I'll, I'll no, JC, stick to your guns. No, J- JC. Okay. This is you. I'm gonna take. You know, you. Honestly, it was a great story, and I liked it. So I'm gonna only take away ten instead of fifteen. Okay. Thank you very much. I'll take okay. twenty. I like how people are lobbying the points giver. Speaking of points giver, is is when someone well, obviously in rugby, right? It's a physical game, right? And and you can take his number or her number, and in rugby you can still get revenge on that person away from the ball. That's the beauty of it. Because in rucks and malls, the ball might not be necessarily in someone's hands, but they're there, and you can clear those fuckers out and get some a little bit of revenge for it. I, I love that about the game. Anyway, I kind sorry. of like that a lot. I wish oh, I could. You'd, you'd be a great player, Dubs. Oh. You'd be a great rugby player. Fire oh. What a game. Good well, time. Redhead. Why don't we find out what Dubs number two is? Well, I After have to her fart stories, we know yeah. her number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two is similar to Forrest, is basketball. So I played all kinds of – oh, I should probably start my time here. Played all kinds of sports oh, growing up. Minus uh, you're already points. six seconds in, so yeah. let's hurry up. <laughs> And uh, I, I could have gotten a scholarship for basketball as well. Out of CJEP, I played both in CJEP. It's probably oh, a better wow. soccer player. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a, I think, the right decision to play soccer. But part of what helped me along into making that decision is I figured I could always go to the park and shoot hoops. And it's really easy to play a pickup game with, with buddies or with whomever. And I, I still love to shoot hoops with, with my kids. And it's great. I love basketball. You're just vertically challenged. Yeah, a little right bit. On time. Right you on were a time. bowler, weren't you? Well, Dubs, I Shot love caller. your answer. I love your answer. I'm uh, going to give you 25, but I'm going to take away five because you cheated by giving mm. yourself an extra six seconds. Mm. Uh, if I was you, I'd go 10, JC. <laughs> the tribe has spoken. Okay, now the reason I left Wonger to the end is because I'm not sure I know what Wonger's first. I think I know what Wonger's first is. <laughs> We're not talking about first. We're talking about seconds. Get in there. Okay, if Shuffle it's – no, if seconds is now – what we cover on this show it is it, it it takes more of my time i said last year i know carrie ryan from our supporters club listened to our last year's uh new year's resolution show and i said to watch more football slash soccer on the tube which i've been doing and so it's now number two football's a slow third now there you go now Bonus question: What's your number one? I, we all know number one is basketball. Okay, I'm gonna give hockey's you number seventeen, baseball twenty three. 
Oh, my oh, Christ. No. Hockey and the All-Star stuff yesterday. What a gong show. Oh, God. Just dropping the ball. I didn't watch any of it. What are they doing? My kids yeah. wanted to watch the draft. And it was good. All the stars are there. But it's like goes over like a fart in church. It's not exciting at all. I took what a picture it? of Dave Amber when he was on the thing, like on TV. Mm-hmm. And I, when Craig and I were eating dinner, I called him sellout. He goes, why am I a sellout? <laughs> <laughs> no, Amber's great. But like it's the proceedings that oh, are all wrong. So boring. The you mean you mean prating out a bunch of uh, old white guys from a previous generation? I think I said that on really the Yep. So my kids mm. were excited to see the draft, and we switched over to the NFL skills kind of competition in advance of the Pro yeah. Bowl. NFL and we skills. recorded that. Yeah. Oh, I've got a great. I can't say it here. It'd be a good joke though. But I'm not going to say it. An NFL skills contest. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, <it> better <laughs> probably not. Imagine. <laughs> probably imagine. Wonger oh. gets 25 points. I know, right? But there are some. Thank you. Thank How you. many arrests happen in the offseason in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Not as many right? as the Premier League. Uh, the new yeah. felons league? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who's Is that it for, the, uh, for, for round one? Yep. 25 yeah. points for Wonger. All right. 25, was it? Yep, that's what JC said. All right, 25 points. Okay. Because, I think it's because soccer has moved up into my uh, number two. Mm, okay. Is that why? Who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go uh, Dubs. You want to you wanna jump in there with your question? Yep. Can somebody else be timekeep? Sure. Sure. You got it, Wonga? Yep. <laughs> I've got it right here. I've got it on my phone if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead. All right. What's Dubs doing? Okay, I was I was looking for my question. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Getting out of my timer. Not yeah, not very smoothly. Okay, Jeremy, not Jeremy, not Jeremy at all. Going starting over. Jamie Carragher started the debate about who is Liverpool's best finisher of the Premier League era, naming Jota as the premier poacher. Um, so who is the best goal scorer you ever played with, and who is the best pure finisher in the Premier League era? Jimmy. Best finisher that I ever played with? Um, I'll tell you who I thought was a good finisher was Thomas Rosinski. Hmm. He was he was very good. Any Canadian, played the highest level, Everton, Fulham, could bang in goals. Peter Crouch as well, another good finisher. Who was the best? Peter uh, Crouch? Crouchy. Crouchy was amazing finisher. And I'll tell you one, how much time do I have? A very good finisher who I, I really enjoyed watching finish was Danny Dicchio. Oh, yeah. He was natural. Mm. Then he'd bite a nose off. Back the net and I like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good answers there. I watched a Euro 2004 match with Thomas Rosinski once hmm. in his hotel room. Glad handy. both naked nope not we're both pretty clothed just before an interview and we just sat down and watched sat down in the bed and and what oh that was the end of his answer so yeah Yeah, i'm I'm handing out points though so now i can really fuck him over yeah you can (laughs) so we went over time it was a thoughtful answer which is unusual for jimmy brennan Um, he did yeah didn't really choose one um, if he just stopped after talking about Thomas Rudzinski, I would have given him a higher mark. I'm going to go Rian Wilkinson scoring here out of mm-hmm. 10. I'm going to give Jimmy an 8 on 10. Okay. Hmm. What's this 8 on 10, 6 on 10 you guys are talking about on the, the broadcast? I never heard it said that way before. Mm, that's just the way I said it. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like I was, I was saying that I'm like a six. Yeah. Like out of and 10. Like right? life. You're on 10. Yeah. Right. You're, yeah. I'm, you're way above a six. No. Come yeah, on. You're, you're like a, you're Overall? Come on. No. I'm a nine and a half. <laughs> I'm a <Inches>. 40 <laughs> You're a what, JC? I'm a Fort Erie nine for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fort Erie. Yeah. Toronto three. Yeah. All right, Dubs, who's Just next? Two. Uh, let's go Craiger. Uh, okay. I got a few. You might not like it, but I'd say from distance, Frank Lampard, uh, pure finisher, Ian Wright, and from in close, although he was past his best at the time, Daver Shuker. Ooh, there's some names mm. for you. That's an answer. Yeah. Yes. Concise. Also precise, um, sort of, you know, gave me, ran the gamut in terms of different types of finishers. Nine on 10. Oh, bullshit. It gave you three fucking guys. The yeah, same for reasons, though. Did. There was no, context. No yes, gave you very context. good context. Keep it straight. Keep it straight. <laughs> Fuck me. You'll get to give out points, Jimmy. It's okay. Minus five he for Jimmy. Three. He gave you three. You got up and left. One. Yeah, you'd leave. <laughs> Well, because I want an espresso. <laughs> well, in that case. Wonger. I'm just going to go with what may be a very, very uh, obvious answer. But it's got to be, whether we like him or not, Cristiano Ronaldo is by far one of the best finishers. And there's that one, and I know Dunlop would remember it, but it's that one where he... His vertical, he mm-hmm. shows off his vertical and jumps probably like 38 inches into the air and scores, out jumps, heads it in. And I'm like, I don't like the guy because he's too good in a way. He's he's essentially one of the best athletes I've ever seen. So there you go. Uh, excellent description. You dove into the details, especially for somebody who's new to football. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm not like him. more of a messy person. I don't a messy guy, a messy gal. I don't like Ronaldo. Two on ten. I go nice, <laughs> nice. Longer, I thought you were going to say charm because he finishes every meal. <laughs> oh, Look, you just What's lost a lot of points there, Jimmy. That's a thousand points. Fat shaming on the podcast. <laughs> he just yes. I'm already feeling quite good about myself these days. <laughs> no, just said he fit into his shirt. He hasn't worn any. Yeah, oh. he did. He was, so, he was so happy yesterday with his with his shirt being able to get into it. It's nice. And shirt. then when I started grabbing the shirt, it was one of those kind of lycra stretchy shirts. Mm. Oh, help. yeah, it does help. He, he was sucking it in because I don't know when he was relaxing. Honestly, he could have he could have sewed them into track pants. Out, out, out. <laughs> it was a Lululemon. It's a nice shirt. Fit him like a Lululemon pant. No, we all thought we all looked great yesterday. By the way, just for oh, we made an effort. Yeah, are we gonna get a pic of all you guys looking all handsome? Like, yeah, we got a picture of uh, us with Vic, right? Somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone took it. I don't know. I got I it. Want to see it. Who took it? I think uh, I don't know who took it. Ryan, yeah. Alba, and Ryan. Alba and Ryan. Yeah, Ryan yeah. took it. Hmm. Yeah. Better. Brand. All right. Who's next, Dubs? Um, you. Me? Okay. Let me get the clock here. Uh, uh-huh. Do you want me to do the timer? No, I've got it here. Okay. There you go. Um, so this is my my twice yearly uh, opportunity to mention that I once faced the great Alan Shearer in penalties when I donned the gloves. And uh, you see Alan Shearer finish for years and being one of the great Premier League scorers and, and drill it home from the spot. But until you actually face that kind of power and accuracy, you don't really appreciate it. 
And I mean, I'm obviously not an athlete. I'm not a goalkeeper, but I didn't get a hand to one of them. And he was pointing towards him and saying, I'm going there. I'm going there. Top left. Didn't get anything on it. He was incredible. <laughs> I love that story. Um, I could hear you tell it at least twice a year on the podcast. Um, <laughs> minus points for your accent. Um, oh, that's pretty good, Jordan. Eight and a half. Eight eight and half. half. I'll take that. I'll take that. JC. Uh, ready? Best player I ever played with. Uh, I'm going to count people on this podcast because I played with them. And that's going to be a tie between Craig and Jimmy. And then, no, 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 Craig and Dubs. And then the <laughs> and then the best Premier League player, finisher, it's got to be the man Jimmy B. <laughs> or Breck Shea because he had a wicked mullet. It was a great mullet. Yeah. I, I got to look that guy up. It's pretty dope. Rick Shea, he used to have a wicked mullet. That's a, that's a name I haven't heard for a long time. Yeah. That's got to count for something. Yep. I love JC. So he's he's starting with, with maximum points. Um, minus points for claiming Jimmy's the best finisher because he's it's self-proclaimed not a great finisher. Um, seven and a half. All right, seven and a it. half. I would have gave you so, a ten. So my wife. That's not. <laughs> seven and a half seconds, maybe. <laughs> you are what um, you need. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that that, that round? Yeah. That? Round done. All right. Nice. All right. Moving on. Um, Jimmy. Um, every four years, we get very excited for the World Cup. New uniforms are made for each country, and we get excited to see what the jerseys are. What are your top three international jerseys for the World Cup every year that you look forward to? Great question. Uh, thank you. Just made that up off the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you delegate wow. a first question to someone? I would like to. Yeah, I was just giving you a moment to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Charms. Okay, top three um, at number three, England. I've always liked the plain oh, white okay. three yeah. lines, obviously. Just yeah, simple. Obviously, I'm a bit biased there. Number two, the Italian blue. Again, simple, beautiful, uniform, legendary. Number one, it's got to be Croatia. Love the Croatian mm. sweat, uh, jersey. The white and red checks. There's been some absolute mm. classics over the years. And I always think of Davoshuka when I think of uh, the Croatian Sure. So there you go. Boom. Well, Sharms, I, I do like the England kit. I'll give you a little check. The Italian kick's not bad. And the Croatian one, decent. I'm going to give you a, a seven. seven. Seven? All right. I'll take that. There's one I left off there, which I can't believe I left off. Now. <laughs> anyway. Dubs. Mm. Um, two, three, four, five, six. Over, <laughs> finished. Zero for Dubs. <laughs> Hurry up, Dubs! Spit it out. <laughs> really? No. 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 Um, well, because of uh, the heritage I, I married into, and and they've not really featured at very many World Cups, but I have to say, is Scotland. I always oh. like Scotland's kits. I'm also pandering a little bit there, given, given Jimmy's heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, also partial to Croatia. 
Um, and I have to say, even though I've already talked about how much I don't like Ronaldo, but what I really like if, in the recent World Cups is, yes, the, the playing kits, but also what companies are putting out as part of warm-ups. And at this past World Cup in, in Qatar, Portugal had some stunning warm-up kits. Mm. So I think like, you know, what companies are pumping out now in terms of, uh, of the warm-ups and like what they're wearing onto the pitch before they actually play the match, I think that enters into the conversation as well. So I'll say. Uh, it doesn't because I have the question. It's World Cup jerseys. So let's keep it there, please. <laughs> this, the quiz master. Let's have, your, the right. let's have your third jersey, please. Portugal. Oh, I don't know about that one. Right or wrong answer here. Right or wrong answer here. I think there is in Jimmy's mind. Yeah, Jimmy's mind. The, the yeah, he's quizmaster. Go ahead. Scotland hasn't been to a World Cup in about forty years. Uh, I, I mentioned that as context in my answer. Yeah, you just need but to when they do to the question, Croatia. Yeah, not a bad jersey. Portugal. <sighs> I'm going to give you, uh, I'll give you six, six stubs. Hmm. Top marks for you for being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You can add that up next time it's yours. (laughs) Boris, let's have it, please. Uh, I'm going to say the classic Brazilian jersey can't go wrong. Uh, I'll go with Sharns with the Italian jersey. And third, Cameroon. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Those guys look good in those jerseys. Especially Remember their, Roger uh, sleeveless ones, the, sle- the sleeveless ones they had there for a while. That's right. Yeah, they they had the the all in one as well, didn't they? At one point, yeah, they did. Yeah, that's kind Remember of the short the top with all. Okay, I like it for us. I'm going to give you an eight. Oh. I should give you nine because you stuck to the question. <laughs> uh, Wonger, uh, number three is Brazil. I was right on with Craig was saying it's the a team that I grew up watching and and idolizing. Number two, idolizing, yeah, because I loved Pele back in the seventies, eighties. I thought you just started watching football. No, World Cup. I've always watched. We're talking about the Prem. I've never. Who's who's in the Prem? Um, Who played in the Prem? Um, Number two, for some reason, it's the baby blue. Uh, I, I, it's it's uh, Argentina. I like their. I like that. And then number one, I don't know how you guys can't say this. The black kit from Canada was awesome. And I like that is one of the best kits Canada could ever come out with. Just with the black and the little red maple leaf. It looked amazing. You can pick those up for $22 at your local sports star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you? Well, they were they were they were pretty cheap. Yeah. Like, well, cheap yeah, looked were, good for us. Yeah. They didn't design a new one for Canada, of course. Look for the men. For the men. Oh, yeah. The women got caked up. Mm. Yep. I like it. Wonger, I'm going to give you a nine. No. For lying. About one, one of my favorite. I've been idolizing Brazil. Argentina. <laughs> I, I love Brazil growing up. Yeah. Idolize? That's a strong word. Well, I also did a project on them uh, in, in grade six. Yeah. So it like stuck with me. Brazilia. Jazinia era, right? Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just in yeah, <laughs> 1948, <laughs> Uruguay, Uruguay World Cup. Yeah, thanks. JC. Uh, okay, I was gonna say the black Canadian one, but I'll I'll leave that for longer. I'm gonna go uh, the you can, say, you can still say it. 94. No, it's it's all good. I got others. I got the 94 okay. Nigeria away jersey. It's awesome. 
Uh, mm. It's like all cool patterned. Like before that was a thing. 98. Um, I loved Zidane. And that was the first time I ever really got into the World Cup. So I got to go with the French jersey. And the number one, and to me, it's still the coolest thing. I bought a, 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 a pra- practice kit jacket of this. And I, I think it's West Germany. Fuck. 1990. <laughs> West Germany. 1990. Yeah, okay. yeah that's, that's yeah. a nice one. Right? JC, yeah, I'm going to give you 10. A lot of thought went into that. Was that the horizontal? Fuck yeah. Black and yellow. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was, right? Yeah. With the, no, with the, like the eagle. Not yeah, great for the so lumpier cool. people in the world. No, most horizontal. of the jerseys on. <laughs> I always, I always love the French jersey. So yeah. classic and clean. Mm-hmm. I love Argentina cock, with the, the cock on it. Yeah, nice big cock on the chest. Love a good cock. Yeah. And I'm then I loved, uh, I love Japan. I've always loved Japan's <laughs> jerseys. Because we weren't asking you answers. No, I just thought I'd throw them out there in case anybody <laughs> was interested. What was JC's um, score? There, Ten. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, he went no, over. Great answer. Gave me the years. Mm, Very right. specific. Knew what he wanted. I like that. Knows what he wants. Thanks. All right. Let's go. Um, supporters. The supporters question now, shall we? They, uh, they, yeah. as always, give us a great question. Uh, what is the the best or worst tattoo you've seen? Um, bonus points for a teammate. All right. So, best or worst tattoos, uh, Dubs. Okay. Well. Um, Christine Sinclair probably has the worst tattoo that I've ever seen. Really? Yes. <laughs> really? It is a maple leaf um, brought to life by stick arms and stick legs dribbling a soccer ball. That's kind of cool. Uh, no, it's shocking, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Where on her body? I've never seen it. I won't give that away. I'll just give away the nature of, of, of the tattoo. And I will say when I was 17, I got a tattoo. I thought I was badass. And it was... A- <laughs> Japanese symbol for difference because I thought, you know, I'm I'm unique. I want to do my own thing. And then I had twins that I played with who had Japanese heritage. Their mom was Japanese and she looked at me changing one day um, wearing my sports bra. So it was on my on my shoulder. And she went, oh, shoe. And I was like, no, no, it means different. She's like, no, it doesn't. It means shoe. No way. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's uh, two amazing answers, by the way. Yeah. Now, the, the supporters club, they wanted a more standardized scoring system, right? Was it out of 10 they wanted? I don't know. They just wanted it kind of more standard across the board. Okay. So, so for them, we'll, we'll do it out of 10 and give you a 10. Yes. Because that was a very, very I mean, sinky. We had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've let, right. us no in inner You've let us in two inner circles. Your ignorance and <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. my ignorance and cultural appropriation. That's right. That's right. Well shame. done. Thank well you. done, you entitled white girl. Yep. <laughs> All right, Wonga. I'm Worst, different. Uh, tattoo you see. So one of my friends at work, uh, I, I got along with her boyfriend really well. And uh, he goes, Wonga, I'm, go- I'm going out tonight. I'm getting a tattoo, me and my buddy. And I'm, I said, well, what are you getting? He goes, I'm getting Hans Molman. And I went, Hans Molman? He goes, yes. So he gets he got the old guy from The Simpsons. Look it up, Hans <laughs> Molman. And it, and it was so, it was no color. So it was just out the oh. outline of Hans Molman. And it was a brilliant, brilliant, stupid tattoo. It's amazing. I know. That, is, that is bad. Who do that? All right. You got a nine out of 10 for that one. That's, that's pretty you. great. Okay, uh, Craig. Remember, there's a big, quite a 
large Newcastle fan and he was a friend of Gascoigne and we're at a golf event and he had two W's tattooed on his ass, one on each ass cheek. <laughs> two W's. Wow. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and they were massive, but on him, they're like tiny. <laughs> how often was he? How often was he pulling his pants down and showing oh his ass? Oh my god! <laughs> a lot. He was like three hundred and fifty pounds and lots of rolls. Oh, <laughs> oh. That's got to be a tenner, right? That's a tenner. <laughs> Jesus. The second one is Jimmy's reef on his arm. He got some kind of reef or something. Mm. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's crazy. a good answer. All right, uh, JC. Uh, I got to go with uh, my very first tattoo also. Uh, when I was 18, I went to uh, with a girlfriend to get a tattoo. She was going to pay for it. We walked in. She's like, I only have, she's like, I only have 60 bucks. I'm like, what the hell? So they're like, yeah, you can't get that for 60 bucks. I'm like, what can I get? They're like, pick something on the on that wall. I'm like, okay. So I got a shark. But everyone calls it a dolphin. <laughs> it's just a fucking shark. My wife, my wife leads that charge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's 10 as well because it's jason actually so you know, uses yeah. himself i've got a shark as well on my arm <laughs> yeah i like sharks but that tracks um, for jc right the two least shark nice people on our podcast yeah right? my shark like, covers up a bad tattoo actually oh, yeah. bad, an, an old tattoo I, I got the old uh this is my answer by the way i got the old uh when it was called the old tribal tattoo mm. the, the the band and uh about five years what ago, tribe a generic tattoo parlor tribe. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I just got um, a shark over it. And uh, anyway, sorry. As one, um, as one does. As one does, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get a um, tribal tattoo over my shark. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, worst tattoo? Uh, probably be, it was Jason Devos. I remember Forrest, I think if you remember, he had the smallest little maple leaf on his chest. And it was just yeah. an outline in red. And it was tiny because he was a big guy. And it was Still almost is. like he did the outline and stopped because it was too painful for him. Oh, no. And it was the ugliest, stupidest tattoo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so Jason DeVos has got an ugly, stupid tattoo. We'll, yeah. give you a, we'll give you a nine for that as well. That's pretty good. Patriotic. Yeah. Big guy with a little tiny maple yeah. leaf on your you chest. You can't commit. go. It's almost like they started and he was like, ow, ow. Yeah. Oh, okay, done. You can't go patriotic in half measures. No, yeah. <laughs> I do like. I must admit, I like the. Uh, if you're if you're in the Olympics, you should have Olympic rings, Dubs. Do you have Olympic yeah. rings? You should. I don't. No, no but I on her other I'm shoulder, she has a Chinese, uh, a Chinese <laughs> one that that she thought was for uh, pride, and it really said uh, number forty-seven broccoli and beef. <laughs> uh okay my answer to the supporters question is i haven't seen it well actually i've seen it, a picture of it jamie carragher who's legendary liverpool player bleeds red um a warrior for that team and he's got an everton tattoo on his arm because he grew up as a toffee that's right oh it's a pretty good answer that. um good answer. you guys want to give me a score for that out of 10 but I thought you already gave an answer. No, that was for the supporters answer? club. That was their answer. Oh, pardon me. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that was my answer to the oh. supporters' questions. My my no my my tattoo wasn't my answer. Oh, oh. I said that. Minus ten. Why? <laughs> you 
<laughs> it seems like it gave two answers. I, 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 I clarified it to begin with. I said, this is not my answer. Mm. Yeah, is it still minus 10? It's, listen, you guys can decide. It's not Very that good. good. <laughs> what, the Jamie Carragher one? <laughs> it's good, but your other There's one was better. Yeah. The tribal tattoo and... Yeah, you know? I like it that one. It wasn't a bad... I just got bored of it. Oh, okay. Okay, Jamie Carragher, eight. So my, eight, okay. Because he's got a toffee, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. All right, um, who is still to go? Um, oh, Wunger. Yeah, it's time good. to get saucy, Canada. The McRib is returning to McDonald's. This is not a drill. I'm, I'm reading someone's write-up. After being absent from the fast food chain's menu for the past decade, the popular sandwich is back in participating stores across the country starting Tuesday. So they're bringing back the McRib after 10 years or four years or whatever it is. What would you bring back personally to make you and Footy Prime better? What back to the future, whatever it is, make Footy Prime great again. I'm stealing off of my favorite politician. (laughs) (laughs) So Sharms, what would you bring back? Whatever it is to make Footy Prime great again, um, I would bring back um, Admiral shirts, the Admiral Sporting brand. I think that is something that's been missing from not just sports but from culture for the last twenty, thirty years. I used to wear it with pride back in the nineteen eighties, and and we need to have that brand back because they make great clothing and a really cool little Admiral symbol over the crest there. So yeah, bring back Admiral. What Does it make an- you just want to say England? England, <laughs> England. What an answer. Out of 10, I'm going to give you a 28. Attaboy. Because yeah. you mixed in future revenue. Nudge, nudge. Not as good as a winter blind bag. A great brand that's coming back. And a really cool answer. So 28. Nice. Uh, Craig Forrest, what would you bring back? Back to the oh. future. Back to the future. No well, hitting have, on your mom and Biff have, coming we, to steal, we, it, steal her. <laughs> we'd have to get rid of Jimmy and bring Danny Dickio back. Oh, great. <laughs> bring Ditch back. Oh, <laughs> That's great. I'm sorry, Sharms. As your answer was pretty good, but I have to give That's- that a 28 and a half. Uh, that's pretty great. The best yeah. part is being the timekeeper. You don't need it for Forrest. You know, it's no. going to be succinct. Yeah. Yep. yep. Dubs, timekeep yourself. I'm not calling you today. <laughs> <laughs> timekeep yourself. What would you bring okay, back? Okay, yeah. Um, so your suggestion about the McRib made me think about the McDonald's pizza. And I don't know if it was the same thing for you guys where you were growing up, but there was this um urban legend that the dough for the mcdonald's pizza there would be people preparing it that would how shall we say be practicing single elimination while they were preparing the pizza (laughs) do you guys remember that i do but i'm not going to go with that i'm going to go with perrettes which is kind of like a 7-eleven around here i'm over time but it's worth it i and perrettes i used to go I bike back from Spell Parets. It was a Parets. Like... No, Parets. P E R R E T. saying Tourette's. No. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> as well. Oh, shit. No, Parets. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I used to bike back from soccer practice with my mom, and we'd have banana popsicles. Remember banana popsicles? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And sip sacks. I know, I know, Ooh. I know. 
Do you guys remember sip sacks? Was that yeah. a thing out of Quebec? Sip sacks? They were literal like plastic sacks, little bags that had, you know, f- like grape flavor, red, you know, fruit punch flavor, lemon lime flavor. And they would, they were ubiquitous at sporting events for kids. They'd be like a cooler filled instead of with freezies, they'd be sip sacks. And you would bite the corner off them or they come with the straw. But most kids would just bite the corner off them and just you down the drink. And it was pure sugar. Mm-hmm. And it was a delight. Good answer. Good answer. Long, long answer. Oh, yeah, a little bit. You're over. <laughs> I don't know when those Perrettes. <laughs> the context wasn't really there. It made me happy. I had to okay, mention I, that bit. Look, you're smiling. And so, you know what? Six and a half. We'll give her that. A half a mark. <laughs> My JC, smile was only worth half a mark. JC, what would you ask? JC, what are you going to bring back? If we're, if we're talking about making Footy Prime great again, then I think we need to bring back the in-person pod when we used to bring cases of Amsterdam beer mm. and either sit in the garage or sit in the tent or sit at uh, eggplant picture and sound and do a pod and laugh and then and drink and just have a great time. And, and was, it just felt really good. So everybody, let's just get a, a big apartment and all live together and do pods all day long. <laughs> There's our next TV show. I love that. That's a okay. 27. Oh, wow. Take it. And Jimmy B? There was a show that I used to watch in England religiously every single weekend in the morning. It was called Soccer AM. Mm. And it was it was the best. Everybody was was glued to the TV. And I would love for us one day to have a North American Soccer AM where we actually host it. Footy Prime AM. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the footy show... Was and that was back then with uh, Helen Chamberlain and Tim Lovejoy. Yeah. And then Ma- didn't Max Rushton host it yeah. as well later as well? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not familiar with it, but I like where you're going. It's into the Admiral space. I'm going to give it a 28 and a half, too. Mm. Yes. So, well, and I got yeah. a six and a half? Yeah, Dubs, mm. it, was, it was too long. It was very long. It was Quebec it was a, only. It was, like, it was like you're just, just it, you're it small thinking boring. that one. Yeah, you would have gone better with the McDonald's pizza and mm. the people whack it off. And the I, I had McDonald's the, pizza the on my no. list actually as well because that was really good. <laughs> she's upset. She's, she's, no, she's actually pissed off. I know she's she's. What's the word? Sulking? Is that what mm. she's doing right there? She's, she's sulking. sulking, in, sulking in, in the background. Taking a drink from her CBC mug. Oh, yeah. she's wonderful. She's our best. She's our dubs. Uh, Charms, who's next? Yeah. Um, She's got, you have to jump soon, dubs. What time? No, at 9.30. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure we had... Um, who hasn't gone yet for this round? Is that it? That might be Forrest. No, Craig... Um, Craig and Thickio, didn't he? Yeah. No, no, oh, we're sorry, done this round. Question. Yeah, we're yeah. doing the round. Oh, yeah, I was, oh, okay. Got to make it quick. Oh. Who is your favorite coach for the national team or your club team or it could be university whatever who are your favorite coaches in those positions that you ever played for hmm. who's first dubs wow not giving me much time to think um i'd have to say john walker he was my coach at university of nebraska and that was a really pivotal time for me in my career and my development as a player and he was Canadian, so that also, and he was an assistant for the national team at the same time, and that was a real pipeline into the national team uh, in the late '90s. So I'd say John Walker. Johnny right. Walker. <laughs> I need a big drinker. Big drinker. He was from Kingston, so he just hey, wrote. 30 out, of, Thirty out of thirty for Dubs. 
Yes, Ooh. Forrest. Jimmy? National team definitely would be uh, Holger Osiak. I loved him. I found him great on the on the sidelines, but he used to make me laugh with just the way he used to speak. It killed me. So Holger definitely for national team. And then club football, I would say probably Paul Hart at Forest. Great manager, good banter, knew how to handle all the young guys because we had a very, very young team at the, at the time. Um, brilliant manager for me. So those two. What's he doing now? Do you know? No, I don't know. Not much. He was a good coach. Yeah, he was. What are the points here? I missed the Dubbs's points. 30 out of 30. 30 out of 30. Yeah. Jimmy, 29 out of 30. Yeah. Right. How about you, Wonger? Uh, two coaches stick out. Uh, one was uh, Pat Sheehan, <laughs> won the Vanier Cup at uh, with, with me at McGill, but also at Queens. And I think he went to a great coach and the other one was our defensive coordinator larry ring because i said stick out is that what you were thinking and yep. and ring and larry ring yes <laughs> he also had the w's on both his masses <laughs> both asterisks no larry was our defensive coordinator uh and there's something when a coach likes you and lets you be yourself there's really something about that and the we had a bunch of characters on that team that two have won it all and everyone was allowed to be themselves, even if it was a little offside back in the day. Instead of running it like military, it was very, it was kind of like your West Ham pub, the way you always talk about it. Right. Well, it's always important. And it's uh, memorable, isn't it, when you have a coach like that? And also, the last time Vanier Camp was won by McGill was with you guys all, that, That's all those years ago. Yeah, all those years ago. And what's even crazier was, I, I wasn't highly recruited until the All-Star game, uh, and I had a really good game. And Pat came to my house, met my parents, brought us out for beers. We were all underage. It was fantastic. I was like, this is a true Quebecer. He's fantastic, <laughs> even though he's from Cornwall, I think, or something like that. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. 29 She's out of 30. Mad. Thank you. She's still Only mad at me. The She's not drinking. sulky anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 29 out of 30, underage drinking. <laughs> you endorse that? Yeah. Yeah. JC. Well, I mean, I haven't played all that much professional football, but I'm going to think back to uh, when I did play in the 1966 World Cup. And Alf Ramsey, who also was a, the coach for Ipswich Town before that, uh, he led us to championship to greatness, and we'll always be so thankful to him uh, from a, a team standpoint. So uh, I got to go with Alfie on that one. Oh, wow. I'll give you 40 out of 30 for that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Just for your knowledge of uh, Alf Ramsey. Who was the other Ipswich manager who coached England after him? Uh, Oh, quick Google, Google. Get bonus points. Bonus points. Fabio Capello. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus points. No, just Fabio. Bobby Robson. Fabio Capello. He loved the West Country or the East Country. (laughs) He did. Charms. Uh, my most important coach in my life was my dad because he taught me how to overcome adversity more than anyone else in my life. <laughs> adversity. <laughs> you know, it's tough when you get put on the other team on a regular and, basis. And never, never get attached to one team. <laughs> <laughs> I am the strong character I am today because of that experience. Yeah. Sharms, we have to have a chat at the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, Sharms, you can float like a butterfly, man. Doesn't matter. You are a social butterfly now. I am. Yeah, That's exactly. your father. He doesn't sting like a bee, though. 
No. no. <laughs> it's emotional. Yeah. I felt sorry for you. I'll give you 30 out of 30. All right. Uh, nice. <laughs> All right. One more question. Is that everyone answered? This one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's answered. Yeah. Okay. So quickly, last one is mine. Um, if money and, you know, potential was completely irrelevant, it doesn't matter. Who would you like to see named as Candace Hogger's next general secretary? Anyone in the world. Money is no object. Um, let's start with um, Jimmy. Oh, fuck. Uh, next, probably uh, Paolo Maldini. Paolo Maldini. Yeah, because I, I love what he did at AC Milan. He was in a position in the back, upper management. He'd done a great job there. Experience. There's a lot of connections. Understands the game. Business acumen. Paolo Maldini. Good answer. 20. Uh, dubs. Um, oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'd have to... <laughs> um, I'd have to say Jessica Berman. She's the current commissioner in the NWSL and has done a really great job after all of the uh, the inquiries into abuse and kind of changed the culture and really spurred that league on. Um, new broadcast deal, uh, I think should be really good for Canada soccer. All right, good answer. 20. Uh, Craig? You know, I don't know that world well enough to put a name for it be honest with you i mean I could, <laughs> you have to try but as a general general secretary secretary job i don't know that's that's kind of a unique position that uh needs somebody with a lot of experience and i'm not i'm not going to put a name forward you're, you're refusing to answer the question <laughs> you, you can name anyone in the entire world you choose not to <laughs> you can even say dan wong and pick up points here <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a I, tremendous turn of events. He's got a zero. No, he got a minus 10. I'm even trying. Anybody now. <laughs> You're bad for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, they keep quitting. <laughs> well, there's that. There's a reason. <laughs> um, JC. Craig Forrest. Yeah. <laughs> After that answer, are yeah, you sure? Because, yeah, because like wow, this Canada soccer's been doing really good so far. So why not yeah. shake things up and put a Craig Forrest who doesn't know that much about that world? Get him in there. I tell you, it would be a lot of fun. We'd have points. a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Nice yeah. <laughs> ball meetings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where's Craig? <laughs> Is Craig showing up for this board meeting? <laughs> I'm presenting my report. <laughs> completely empty piece of paper oh my god um Wunger. uh it's an easy easy one it's the six of us we Ooh. fill out a whole different like you can all pay us one salary that's how much money we make anyways so it, we'd all make 30 grand um running this and we'd all divvy it up yeah the 180 grand i'm thinking in that space for general secretary we all make 30 grand and we can fill out. We have got speakers. We've got people behind the scenes. We have a full marketing team, full uh, full production house all across the board. Uh, there you go. Footy all Prime, right. the podcast. 20 points. 20 points. We could do, we'd do a great job. We would. And it'd be fun like as well. It would be fun. 
Yeah. I think I'm out though. You kept saying fill out and I don't fill out many shirts that I own. So I don't think I'd be <laughs> a good candidate for the job. <laughs> you got five more points there, Dubs. Let's get the online there. <laughs> um, what, what's, what's, I wonder what Tim Lawicki's doing these days. Because he came into MLSE and, and was here for a short time, but completely changed the whole direction. 2013, of, of if those I remember, teams. around there. 2013, yeah. Charms. He, yeah. he, he brought in the right people at the Raptors. Uh, TFC obviously knows soccer really well and uh, has connections mm. and he wouldn't take any shit from anyone now he'd run it he'd run he'd it like more than 180 grand <laughs> yeah hmm? he was just in briefly with them? yeah he's in yeah. what is maybe maybe two years yeah I think it these was guys years. come in right and they make effect change and then they leave he was a good time he was yeah, a full a change time. maker like yeah. every he just kind of went I'm going to start clean and i'm gonna make decisions he brought i think he brought in masai with the raptors he, did. he, he did. brought in um bez with tfc mm-hmm. he brought in brendan shanahan with the leafs and mm-hmm. you know haven't won a cup but i mean the whole organization's changed and i'm not sure what else he did but he did a lot put it that way but i don't get points for this so it doesn't matter no. to, all right um we, we finished the sexy sex not Let too bad tab- no, not not too bad because we started with twenty minutes off. Just yeah, bullshit. that's right. Weird. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let me tabulate these uh, before we get to footy picks. All right, and, but uh, before so guys- we get to footy picks, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Looky like it, Amy. Yes, this is very exciting. Oh, so we oh were talking. God. We were talking about Thomas Frank. A Brentford coach doing a lot with limited resources there and perhaps as a successor to to Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. One of these names being mentioned, but this is his looky-likey in Kyle McLaughlin. Canadian. Canadian actor. Trey from from Sex in the City. And he was also in Dune. Okay. And he was also in Desperate Housewives. last night. (laughs) He's dreamy, right? But I thought it was a very good looky-likey. Is excellent. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. Like very that, good. And that could be the same guy for like actually. Yeah. Do you think really Brentford could. would be doing better if if Kyle McLaughlin was their manager? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Keep talking. I'm, I'm not finished adding up stuff. Charms' Char- <laughs> math skills are failing him. <laughs> not good. He was also going to do a mashup of Rian and and Jesse Fleming, but I just ran out of time and I didn't send it over to JC in advance. But well, we, you're gonna have to pull be- that out on the next broadcast too. Yep. And the broadcast promo has over eighty thousand click or impressions on it. You guys are popular online, I have to say. <laughs> For all the good reasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your OnlyFans is taking <laughs> off, Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> Charms. Hey, well, why don't we get oh, into uh, <laughs> before Charms keeps adding up? Why don't we play? DJ Melody. It's for T picks. It's for T picks. It's for T All right. Okay. <laughs> um, two of us have not submitted their bets, by the way. And you can yeah, guess who they are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jimmy and Clay, give us a bet. AC Milan to beat Frozenone. Okay, Milan to beat Frozenone. Had that for last night. 
Oh. <laughs> a little frozenone. <laughs> That's very anti-Italian, isn't it? <laughs> it's delicious. How can it be anti-Italian? Um, <laughs> Craig. Sheffield United to lose to Aston Villa at home. So Aston right. Villa to beat. Contrarian. That'd be Villa the win. <laughs> Hey. All right. Oh, I like these odds. Of course, I like the odds there because they're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. So five dollars. Oh, we have to talk else? about the other ones just quickly. No, no, what are the no, other? No. Oh, but, sorry. Sell down. Sorry, Charms. I, I didn't. Sell I down. didn't know if you were adding still. So I was trying. No, to No, I finished. Oh, okay. uh, five dollars wins us sixty-three dollars. Their odds of uh, plus uh, one thousand one sixty-five. Well, what Please. are the rest of our bets? Um, oh yeah, that's right. That's what I was referring to. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Tony bets. Yeah, our Tony bet. Um, okay, so the other ones. Let me just go here. I can talk about mine. I wanted to pick Benfica women because mm-hmm. um, Mary Ali do. Yes. Who has been kind of in and out of Bev's roster is just lighting up uh, that Portuguese league, and she scored a brace against Barcelona the other day in Champions League, and they tied four four. Um, but they are not playing until Wednesday. So I went to Ligue 1 Femine. I picked Lyon over Reims. Oh. Reims. You see the S. Reims. Yeah. Oh, ben. Reims. Merci. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went with uh, Spurs. Spur. Tottenham Hotspur. Over. Spurs. The Spurs. Spurs. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Jesus. Uh, over Everton. And I also thinking Everton. This is the nail in the coffin for Everton. This is them going, uh, unless the point situation changes, this is them mm. getting relegated. This is going to be the nail in the coffin for them. Where the toffee gets sticky. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> better, Dubs. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> What's a new uh, might losing? lose a filling or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JC, I like JC. JC took Chester FC to be the Banbury mm. United. Couch. Yes, my so my my aunt and uncle have a flat in Chester, which is the oldest walled city in the UK. And oh. uh, I love Chester. I've stayed there many times, and it's like my like a, when I go there, it's my like I just, it's my spirit animal. But I mean, that's a that's a huge 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 match. So go Chester. I think that's what their chant is. Go <laughs> Chester. Um. The supporters have gone the route of pragmatism again, which I, I, I like. Uh, they took Villa in both the, the men and women to win, mm. and they've gone back to the beer shot. Beer shot in, in, hey, in the lower hey, divisions hey, of hey. Belgian football, mm. and they get a plus three hundred for that. So five bucks doesn't win a ton, but it's it's something, right? It's 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 enough. Every time um, I hear okay. beer shot, I think Erica Badu. Do you guys rim shot? No, no. Shot. Hey, diggy, diggy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think of when I hear beer shot. One of us thinks the same thing, apparently. Thank God for Jimmy. Yeah, first time Jimmy. and last time I will say that. I was gonna uh, say a lot more. You want the uh, end results for the uh, for the uh, prime sexy six? Yeah, no, I care not to hear the results. <laughs> well, in dead last, and this is partly I think because I forgot to write down two of the scores, Dubs. but it's me. 80 oh. points. Yeah, I, I only have like five scores here <laughs> for me. <laughs> I actually missed one. Well, sorry, one score. I've got to. So I don't, I don't think I would have won anyway. So it doesn't matter. Wow. I'll concede defeat. Wow. Second last. No surprise here. Daniel Hercules won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Changing my middle name. Hercules is the way. I like that. 
<laughs> third last or third. Yeah, I prefer <laughs> third. Well, you are third, so that's good. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are third. Yeah, you are actually third. 102.5 points, a good score, nonetheless. Um, who is next? Okay, uh, next up we have Craig Lawn Forest, 104 and a half points. Runner up with 114.5 points. Look at Jimmy's fucking, he's so stressed right now. <laughs> runner up. Again, runner it's up. Jimmy. Jeff Cole. Oh, Which no. means today's winner is Jimmy Brennan. 116.5 points. Just kills oh, you, added, dub, doesn't it? Add it up really quickly. It so really it does kill me. So nice to be a winner. <laughs> there you have it. That's sexy six. Thank you. Which these, these questions should have been last week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Of course, last week everything blew up. So we kind of changed it around. But uh, yeah, we'll continue. I think the 30 second rule works. Don't you think? Sure. I think so. Yep. Mm-hmm. But let us know, listeners. Let us know, please. Um, that's been Footy Prime, TonyBet.ca. It's another weekend full of great action. Liverpool Arsenal this weekend. That's, that's the big one. Can't wait for that. If you want to hear a preview of that, listen to a different pod. <laughs> we didn't get to it today. Um, it's not kind of what we do. We can occasionally, right? But uh, not all the time. Uh, but you can catch all these games on FuboTV, FuboTV.com. Uh, subscribe and save. And, and let us know what you think about us, except for Pugs Wizard. Pugs Wizard, you can't let us know what you think about us. We know no, exactly unless, how you Well, think look, unless you're going to turn a corner, Pugs Wizard, and start saying nice things about us, mm-hmm. then Did yeah, you guys then keep it see that yesterday when uh, JC took a picture of you guys and you're like, we're off to see the wizard? And then Nesker wrote Pugs. <laughs> Nes- Nesker's burner account, Pugs. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Totally. He claims yeah. it's who, not. Who said but... that? It's definitely him. It definitely him. Um, okay, that's it. Um, we're back on, it's, it's number 500 on Monday. Oh Monday. my God. It's Monday's pod is number 500 people. We it's have nothing planned for it. <laughs> yeah. But we'll we'll regale some stories, and uh, who knows where we'll go. But we've got some some big news coming in the near future as well. The, the website's is that close? That close? That close to being up and live? Can't wait for that. All right, everyone. Thank you. Enjoy the games. Um, cheers for listening. Yeah, yeah sure. Go ahead. And don't bother buying newspapers. This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Beck. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. <laughs> I don't like newspapers. I don't like newspapers. Look at the way the ink smells in my hands. Hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it. Yeah! You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time? Yeah! Well, I say, you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. <laughs> I'm talking a pound of beef on the hot, hot side. On the hot, stays hot. The new McDLT. Hot, hot, crisp lettuce and tomato on the cool, cool side. Hot, hot, hot. cool. Stays cool. The new McDLT. Cool, crisp. The beef stays hot.
the best tasting lettuce and tomato hamburger ever. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> the D stands for dead. Yeah, fucking I love it. He's not trustworthy with hair. Costanza? No. Can't stand you. <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I'm already late. Yeah, bye. Bye. Guys. bye. Have a great day off. Bye. See you, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.